It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Good evening. Welcome to Alexandra Friends 660 The Answer. Thank you so much. This is Saturday night, as usual. We've got our show coming to you, and we have wonderful guests this evening. Courtney is on vacation, so we've got Mr. Billy Tatum here this Hello. evening. Hello, Billy. Billy. Back. And we have a we have a very wonderful co-host who was here on our show a couple of weeks ago, Miss Candy Candace Evans with Candy Dirt. Candy's Dirt is here. And we have an amazing guest tonight. Tonight we're going to talk about what's facing America, interest rates, mortgage, what's happening to our financial area. So before we do anything, let's stop for a second and listen to the Pledge of Allegiance with the children of the Clark family. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So we're back, and it was an amazing, uh, it's so good to hear the pledge because we don't hear it very often. And I tell you, when I was growing up in school, we always... Every day. Every day. Every, every day, day, right? And it's so hard to do that anymore, but thank you so much. Yeah, I only hear it here anymore. Yes. The show. In school, they did it at my daughter's powerlifting meet. Did they last do it week. at school? Yeah, good. they do it at school. They things should. Still. They do it at sporting events. Yeah, too. little yeah. League sporting events. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. The, yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good because Absolutely. we need to. Um, in our rotary, we do the we do the pledge, and we also sing "God Bless America." But mm-hmm. it's an amazing day. With of course, this week we were a women's um, women's power power. Yes, and this is a women's show <laughs> i'm sorry no no i'm sorry billy i've been suffering here for a long time when's my day <laughs> <laughs> you and michael clark have your day every wednesday Mm-mm. so we come in oh. but it's been an amazing um that's we got called summer. gaslighting yes <laughs> well the world is upside down right now yeah. and we're going through very difficult times and i saw that you uh candy i saw in your newsletter that you wrote an article on the um situation of our rabbi in uh, Colleyville. Oh my gosh, that is one of my new writers out of Fort Worth. Wow, Rome. what an amazing... Can you believe that? She she told me about the story, because I had been, that whole day I was zoned in, because I knew that area. As soon as I heard that they had evacuated all those homes, I said to my husband, we were sitting in the car, and I said, there's something up. I said, something big is up, because you don't, I know that area, I know those streets, those are beautiful big homes. Yes. And I said, they are not evacuating them for nothing. And so then I kept getting, thank God for Twitter, you know, and I, yes. I called, actually called and I wrote in the car on my iPhone, I wrote the first story about that. And I called my executive editor and I said, we need to zone in on this. Sorry, guys, they, we work 24 seven, you know, I said, but this is a really big story. And so um, and what is the story? Because oh, I so, don't know. And I don't know oh, if the listeners all know. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. Well, you know, it was in the mid about this 22nd of January and a a terrorist who got into this country for some reason from as England. usual. I'm sorry. As usual. They as come usual. In. <laughs> right. Yeah. And well, he just flew in and he, he went to the synagogue in, um, Colleyville. Oh yes. And he, okay. Thank God. They only had what, four, three or four people there. Um, because they were doing their, they were doing their, uh, it was service. On it was Shabbat. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they, um, they held these three men hostage. And they were going to, he was going to kill them by the end of the day. It was only there, two of them had had this training, which I guess we all have to have now that we go through. You we know, do, we n- do our, our synagogues. We yeah. all have, how, we have, how to go out, how, how oh, to. It's like that yeah. church recently where yes. they had that guy ready to. Yes. That guy walked in, they just took him down. Right. So. You have to be prepared for that. So I have a new writer in Fort Worth. Uh, she's in the Arlington, Fort Worth area. And. She said to me, my best, one of my best friends lives next door to that church. And she said she had these folks knocking on her door in the morning and she was sitting there having coffee. She was in her robe. And I don't know about, you know, you, Alexander, but I'm sitting at home in my robe sometime and that's kind of all there is there, you know, and I'm drinking my coffee and relaxing. And she says this, she got this knock on the door. She didn't want to answer it, but she looked out and she saw a guy with a rifle on his back and black and a cap on his head. And she opened the door and he says, do you have a car? And she said, yes. He says, get in it and get out now. Wow. Oh. 
how can evacuating? The, uh, okay. How, yeah. how can our listeners go listen read that article on your on your website? You go to candystirt.com and we have the best search engine on our site. You just go put Colleyville, type Colleyville into that little uh, search bar, which is on the upper right hand side. And um, you just, that story will come up. Oh, okay. it's just really, very, wasn't it amazing? amazing? And she couldn't get amazing. back in her house till two in the morning. And he died, which was the greatest thing. Oh, I'm sorry to say no, that. I'm but it is so good that he, yeah. because he was, he was going to kill them. I mean, it, he was, gonna he, kill he was going to kill them. He was mentally disturbed or whatever. And well, um, he had a gun. Just so much going on. It just, uh, Ukraine with oh, Russia. And, 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 we've and, got a story coming up. We found a realtor in Fort Worth whose partner is from Ukraine. I think I read that yesterday in one of the magazines. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And so we're going to do a story on that. We okay. just, it's so, I feel so helpless, but one of the stories pray. I want to do that pray. I really may pray. think. Pray, you. that's the most important. We got to pray. Oh, I agree. Uh, prayer is always effective. And speaking of prayer, Billy Tatum must have had somebody praying for him too, because there were angels looking out for him recently. What happened, Billy? You had a trailer stolen and some other crazy stuff. Give us the update on what's been happening with you guys. So the trailer gets stolen. We find out when it was stolen was seven minutes before that. It's not a big deal. And then later that weekend, my wife comes up with our seven-year-old in the back. The cat had been run over Thursday. And so we're taking care of this cat 24-7 to help her with her broken pelvis. And my wife goes to a family dollar because it would be quick to get cat food. And she just, and we don't do this kind of thing normally, but my wife hopped out of the car, left the seven-year-old in the back with the cat, and a homeless man jumped in and started driving out of the parking spot. And so my daughter looks up and goes, hey, what are you doing? Get out of my mom's car. And so he stopped immediately in the parking lot and jumped out with my wife's purse and took off running. And... Oh, Billy. Yeah, so scary moment. It was a very stressful day. So uh, did they get the uh, guy? They're going to. He And stupidly, he went ahead and tried to use all of our cards all over, you know, Keller and Fort Worth areas. So everybody, my wife was immediately calling every store. Hey, that guy that just tried to do that, yeah, get that video. The cops oh, are going to need it. it. It's so, so much work. I had a person It is. On. You have to do it yourself. The cops yeah. aren't going to do no, it. No, no, no. And no. later the next day when she talked to the cops, they said, well, a lot of that video gets erased after 24 hours right, or a day or right. two. She was no, 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 no. They already saved it. I even told them to record it with their own phones if they had to. And he's yeah. like, oh, wow, you're good. So. <laughs> Can we hire you now? Yeah, no, I think, but, I think you, your wife and you learned a very big lesson. Yeah, right? so I, I want to tell you about the stress to, that yes. puts on you. We we had plans to work on the house all day. We got back around eleven a.m. and napped until six p.m. So that was like a very stressful moment. It is. So stressful. And you know, and, I've done. The, I'd left my personal. This is during COVID, and I haven't done that literally since I was like a teenager. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's like it's just years. one of those. You know, we're out of our sorts dealing right. with these all these things that are happening, yeah. and you know, and they, the same thing happened. They broke in and they took. But I had my phone and my driver's license with me in a fanny yeah. pack. My wife had her debit card only. Didn't even take her phone in the store, and oh, she was in a hurry. What it was going to do was rummage through her car, which would have been a huge loss because she had all her work computer and yeah. you know a bunch of stuff yeah. in there and that would have been bad but well, you know a good thing is the guy woke up that morning not a kidnapper and didn't want to be a kidnapper at the end of the day yeah very thank grateful God. but the, the good Blessed thing is that, that you're she's your baby's safe yeah right? she's safe you know? she's not distraught she feels like she was the hero so she's not upset she about was. it she at was all the hero. Yeah. she was, she was to, strong to, yeah. Yeah. yeah to do something about it cops gave her a little, little fake badge and everything <laughs> how's your wife doing uh, she took she took it harder than everybody because you know, she feels like she made a huge mistake. Right, but it, there was no mistake. So no, um, it, it's we even found I even found her purse in a bush about a block away, and really? everything was in it except credit cards and you her ID. You found her purse? Yeah. Oh my god! That's what they I mean, always do. They run and throw it in a bush. So they're not yeah. you know a yeah. homeless man carrying around a purse. You know that looks weird. So but I have to tell you, really funny story when my purse was stolen. I thought, oh, I've got all my credit cards and stuff with me. Well, no, no. I didn't. I had a couple in the You first. forget about some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and so um, I said, oh, my gosh, I better call their company. So the, the credit card company said, well, yeah, well, Mrs. Evans, you sort of forgot to pay the bill. So they were, like, trying to charge $5,000 worth of electronics at Target, mm-hmm. and it was declined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is this guy went into Home Depot up there in Keller on 377 uh-huh. and 
we called up there. He'd only charge $5 because at that point, even if you cancel a Discover card, I guess they allow small transactions mm-hmm. so they can try to mm-hmm. find the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he came back with our Home Depot card, which we'd forgotten she even had in her wallet and tried to charge $150. But by that time, the cashier and the manager remembered who that guy was and they stopped him. He took off running when they tried to ID him. Wow. So I was like grateful that that charge didn't go through. Well, tell her what I did was I took pictures now of my wallet. That's After a great this. idea. Oh, She'll listen a, to this. That's a great idea. She's going to listen that's to this. Okay, yeah, I've been there, done that. Sadly, we both had to go through this experience. But, but, but yeah. all this happens in a week, and all I can think is, man, I've lived up here for seven years. I've never had a single yeah. issue. And now, with the economy the way it is, that guy just needed some money, you know? Well, I'm sorry. The homeless, have they need a lot of things. They, they need, need a lot, lot of things. things. But yeah. that's what yeah. he needed yeah. right then. Yeah. He just needed a little yeah. money. He was buying snacks and candy yeah. at Dollar General. Which and we stuff. probably would have bought for him. Exactly. I'm sure she's like me. I would have said, what do you want? My wife's the nicest person on yeah, the planet. Yeah, go buy it. I'll pay for it. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, yeah. I think I'm going to say something that I really think that you, when you say they stole your, your trailer. Yeah, that and one you makes say, well, me matter. No big deal. <laughs> it is a big deal. Thief is. I'm, I'm really upset about the trailer. Just got but it a year ago. It was three thousand dollars. That's so. that, you. You cannot make an excuse when people commit crimes. No. Yeah. That's a crime. And he stole it in front of your house. Yeah, which is scary. In the middle of the day, broad daylight. Okay, so now we know who our guest is. He's talking behind there us. There we go. Oh, well, we're gonna. I, he should have jumped, jumped in. He's been, he's been in, over there yes. itching in his seat. Well, let's seen introduce him. our guest for this <laughs> evening, my dear friend and my one of my very wonderful loan officers, Mr. Doug Weaver with Messed Up Park Mortgage. Mm-hmm. Hello, Dougie. Hello, hello. He looks welcome. the part and all, man. He, he looks the part? It's <laughs> oh, adorable. Thank well, welcome. How much, uh, thank you for jumping in. I forgot you were back there because I couldn't That's see okay. you. That's okay. <laughs> we were trying to bring you in the next segment, but thank you for being here this evening. Well, congratulations on doing such an amazing job with all your business. And thank you, uh, thank thank you for you. your review. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, and tell us who you are and all that good stuff. And Doug, to talk to the, <laughs> Doug Weaver, I um I own Mesta Park Mortgage. I'm what they call a lone wolf broker. So I'm a lone wolf broker. I own the company. Entrepreneur. I originate the loans, I process them, and I get them closed. So I'm originally from Oklahoma City. <clears throat> okay. Shout out. Um, um, Graduated Oklahoma Baptist University in 1995 and started working with a company called Norwest Financial after that and kind of got my teeth cut in the business here in Dallas um, in 1997 with a company called First Plus Financial. Oh, First and, Plus, yeah. Um, Eric Green and yep. Dan Phillips. Oh, and, Dan uh, Phillips, yeah. Yeah, those are old names. You know, he know. built the house that Mark Hickman is living in I know. now. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. go ahead. And I, I'm still in contact with Eric Green, actually, and Chris Gramlich. Ooh, so, very cool. So, um, long story short, I've been here since '96. I've had leadership roles in the mortgage industry from that time till 2018. I've worked with the Countrywide back in the day, the uh, unit manager. Um, Penny Mac is a unit manager, and Centex Penny Mac. What's Penny Mac? Penny Mac is a company. Penny Mac, uh, Penny Mac Home Loan Services is a company. Stan Curlin started, I believe, after 2008. Stan Curlin was the vice president of countrywide home loans and he retired um i believe in mid or mid 2000 not 2005 2004 and um once the crash happened he wanted to start a company which was penny mac because he wanted to do the he wanted to do the mortgage start a mortgage company and do it the right way is what he said See here, so, I was thinking that Penny Mac was like Fred, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's little sister. That's what right, I was right, thinking. right, right. Yeah, like, no. It's got to be a spinoff. That's of what he. That, Fanny. You know, yeah, he just used the Mac. You know, after that, but yeah, catchy, and, catchy so, enough. Yeah. So, and um, Mr. Cooper was my last run in corporate America. So in 2018, um, I had a friend named um, Tony Neese that is a broker here in town, also that pushed me to start my own company. So by faith, my wife and I, and by my, you know, my wife, she co-signed it and yeah. pushed me along also. You can't do it alone. And um, started my company, and it's been a success because of Alexandra. Oh. oh. That's a story I got to tell you. I won't take too long. Alexandra, I met Alexandra when I bought, she was the realtor that sold our house to us. Oh. oh. 
So here's a funny story. It's funny how she sticks to you like that. Yes. I met her once and it was it. Back in 2016, Alexandra was hosting an open house on a property that we actually own now that we were looking at. So um, we went in, we saw her, we had our realtor with us, we had our pre-approval letter, and John, John was the owner, and he took oh, a liking to our my, my wife and my son. I had a little boy. He was a little boy at the time. And he said, he, I really want someone to have this house just like you guys. It, it, I know that it'll appreciate it. And um, we said, Alexandra, we want to buy this house. And she said, she clapped her hand and said, let's do a deal. So there was an open house going on, okay? So there were like 20 people walking to this house. I can see her house. doing that. So they pulled the t- they, we, we, we walked up to the dining room table, and we sat down, <laughs> and we wrote the contract, right? I went home real fast to get a check for my earnest money, brought it back. She clapped her hands again and said, everyone out. Uh, close home that sold. open house down. <laughs> and so let's go toward the future here. So in 2018, I'm working alone, and Alexandra's the realtor for this buyer. And um, he was working with someone else, and somehow I got him as a as What's a, up, Mr. A? Mr. A. And so I was very aggressive about, you know, my pricing and, you know, my approach, because he was already working with someone. And um, I was I got the deal. I closed it for Alexandra. And so soon after that, she says, hey, I have another deal. Can you work on this one? Sure. Took that one. We closed it in like 16 days. She said, hey. I've got two other deals. She single-handedly started my business. Well, wow. let me let me go back to this because then I didn't know who you were. You know, right? We were talking all this time. I had no, I had, I saw him. I didn't know he was a loan officer when we did this. I mean, his right. wife, his children. And so one day he said, "I said, he says, are you Alexandra?" I said, "Yeah, I'm Alexandra." He says, "You know, you sold my, you sold us our home." I said, "What?" Yeah, that's how, we, and I never saw him until one of the closings. Yeah, that's how it was, yep. and here we are today. Yep, yep. Four yep. or five days, years later. Yep, yep. That's yes, that's exactly what happens. It so. all starts with real estate. It just, it real estate is like, it's like the bedrock. Of it's everything. like a garden. It just yes. keeps growing. I yes. agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a garden. It keeps yeah. growing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we all have something in common in real estate because Mr. Billy Tatum does foundations. Yeah. He's in the foundation business, structure foundation. And Miss Candace writes about real estate and all the wonderful stories. As yeah. a matter of fact, you're you're just you're you're your your writing is tremendous. And I well, can't wait to you. we need to link her podcast and our podcast. Well we, we just start we just did our zero was zero yesterday, which was, you know, our staff because I have a staff of fourteen writers and we're all we're specialists in, in real estate. Oh, yeah, we are fabulous. So, so we wrote about um preservation yesterday i would we wrote we spoke about preservation yesterday oh. and that was our topic and well real quick this show is brought to you by miller title roberto perez which is also part of our real estate world because yeah. he does mm-hmm. so we're going to take uh, a few minutes and speak to um mr weaver about how the process is what are we talking about real estate um, mortgages right now what does interest rate looks lo- looks like and where are we going from here? Well, because I know Kenny wants to hear because she's I'm probably going to write a story too. about it. Right. Well, I'm ready. Well, as you know, rates are climbing. If you've been mm-hmm. paying attention to the media and whatnot, rates are climbing. And they say that okay. this year, get ready for more. From this time yes. last year, how much higher are they? Oh, they're over a point. One over a full point now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you say that, Alexander? Maybe one. That's what I was two, saying. Two. I see. I think I see yeah. it creeping a quarter every now and then. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you a quick example. I had a, a, a deal that I was working on in Austin. And we had priced it out Saturday. We got the contract Saturday. And so we weren't sure if we wanted to lock in yet because there was a little bit of a dip last week. But then mm-hmm. it took off again. So I wasn't sure what was going to happen Monday. So we agreed to wait till Monday to see what the rates would do. So we're talking about an $800,000 loan. So mm. uh, rates went up a little, and I locked it in. So after that, rates went up almost 1% in pricing. Oh, wow. But you were locked Good call. in. But it was locked in. Good call. Yeah. So I would say anyone out there that's kind of on the fence or they have a new construction loan that they're working on, please speak to your lender about locking in. Um, most lenders will lock in up to 60 to 90 days. I use Rocket Mortgage. They'll let, allow me to lock in up to 120 days. Wow. So please do not 
Do not be do not be asleep at the wheel. And that's on new construction because obviously you can't that's six on, months. That's on new construction. On a purchase and and if it's existing, because some people will just want to float it because they think that they, they think that the rates are going to go down. So I would lock in as soon as possible. I wouldn't risk it because if your debt to income ratio is at forty nine point nine nine at a rate of four point five, and the rates go to four point six two five. You don't qualify anymore. You're out of there. Yeah. You know, so I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait at all. Completely different advice than a year ago now, huh? Yes, sir. Mm. How about uh, about, uh, refinance? Refinance. Everyone has equity. I was telling Billy and Candy earlier when I I met him. Mm -hmm. If you have debt that you need to pay off, I would look into doing a cash out refinance Mm -hmm. now. Most people the last three years, if you were alive, you probably did a rate and term. Okay, mm-hmm. and and I was telling Billy earlier a lot a lot of lenders they were so interested in just doing the rate and term they didn't ask if you had debt that you want to pay. Yeah, off. so many people out there have credit card debt, high interest rate. I have a question. Bill. What do you mean by rate and term? Rate and term is when you were just refinancing their loan, the kind of like I did to knock off just the loss. some of the monthly payment. Right, just oh, to lower okay. his rate or but lower not his term. Pull anything else not out, pull out of it. yeah. But you're saying pull something out, yes. pull the equity back out because yeah. people need cash right now. Right. You want to yeah. have cash just to put back for safe, you know, just yeah. to have for. Safe or if you pay off that debt, you recoup that monthly payment. That is correct yeah. without changing your your home That's monthly correct. payment. Gotcha. That's Sorry, just wanted because to if rates continue going up, I can't. I mean. I could credit card rates could go up. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. why not? Why not? If you have everyone has equity right now. Right. Okay. So if you have equity, take advantage and and and, and look at paying off credit card debt or maybe just taking cash out mm-hmm. for safety reasons. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, the it. problem is if you refinanced over a year and two and a year and a half, two years ago, your rates may still be low. Mm-hmm. But if you have. High interest rate credit cards of twenty to thirty thousand, I'll say fifteen. It may just equal out, but it'll lower your overall outpay. Oh yes, right. that's good right. advice. You Very know. good advice. I like that. Uh, could you just tell us how can a client or a more a, a client? Yeah, I always say client. A potential, <laughs> a, a client. potential client can uh, call you and talk sure. to you and give them your name and your phone number and your sure. website. Thank you, um, Doug Weaver. You can call me toll free at eight six six four eight seven. One four three three, or you can call me directly to my cell number also at two one four five three three eight eight five nine. My website is www dot m e s t a p a r k m o r t g a g e dot com. That's that's www.mestaparkmortgage.com. dot com. That's my website, and my email address is doug at mestaparkmortgage dot com. Awesome. Great. So we can uh, so Doug, call you. Earlier, you said you crank this thing up yourself. You do everything yourself. Yes, is I there do. an advantage to your clients for that? Yes. What There's is it? No fees. No and, fees. Well, let me say this. I'm sorry. Let me no answer idea. that question. No, no closing costs. No closing costs. No wow. closing costs. I charge no closing costs. But the advantage so I'm to keep this guy's card. Yeah. So yeah. the <laughs> advantage to the buyer or to the, to the buyer or the person that's refinancing is that they're only dealing with one person. So I don't know if you've ever had, if you've ever done a transaction, a mortgage transaction where you called your loan officer and said, hey, what's going on with my file? Well, let me find Susie Q or let me look yeah. for right. Johnny Ray or Every whoever. time, yeah. And, and, and then they've all gone home for the day. And you, yeah, you're, you can't you're, get any you're, you're exactly right. It was a nightmare mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I had to give this person information and then somebody else from the office right. would call me and be like, well, I just told them this. And yeah. So Alexandra can attest to this. Yes, that, I can. That they, you can call me seven days a week and I always know what's going on. I always know what's going on with your file. Well, that's, that's great that's, personal service. That's perfect. Great personal service. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's the question I ask a lot of people. Well, what put, what makes you better? What makes you separate from everyone else? Why should I choose you? Yeah, And I have no lender fees, no processing, no underwriting, no, Amazing. no company origination. How do you know no that was admin. possible? Yes, it is. He I, I don't know as much as y'all do. So that well. saves a, a buyer. It saves up to thousand. close to $2,500 to $3,000. Oh, man. Wow. Dang. That, that's what it, that means. The bottom line is you're saving money. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's what I had to bring to the table last oh, time. I know. To I give know. the title company. Yeah. yeah. One, one other thing is that, that he responds to your phone call. He might he might go to uh to the um, voicemail, but he calls back within oh, yeah. ten minutes, and wow. he comes to the closings and he talks to the 
to the to the agent on the other side right now. We got a situation going on, and he's so he works with both sides very well. And agents fall in love with him, so he's got great customers. I can tell, of course, great, well, great I can customers. tell. Well, tell us a little bit about how does a person how can a person come in? Let's say Billy wants to do along with you. What what is he? What do you expect today on what a person needs to have to to do a to yeah? I'll be buying soon. Loan. Okay, so. Billy wants to buy a home. Um, I'll start with credit. Okay. What's the lowest credit score that you will accept? For FHA 580. That's not wow. proper. For conventional <laughs> 620. For oh. VA, you know, for VA, you really, you know that there's really no minimum credit score mm-hmm. for VA. So you can do a manual. I have a company called Carrington. They can do a manual down to 500. Excellent. You can just tell yeah. this guy is, it's, he knows his stuff. That's what I like. Yeah. Well, I he can see knows. I can see Candy's uh, head yeah, going my, writing my a story about too. that. So, I can just see Candy hey, writing if, the story. If, what about how, what areas do you serve? Are you allowed to give loans all over Texas? All over Texas. My okay. company's licensed in Texas and Louisiana. Nice. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now yes. I know I can use it. So the process. So what? Where? So let's say Billy's credit is in the five. Uh, I don't know what Billy she's talking about. <laughs> what what is the process? What do you do? What do you tell them? Do they need to? What do they need to bring to oh, yeah. apply for the loan? Do you help so, people who need a little, you know need a little more time to get their credit up before they before I you do. help them? Do you help them make those decisions? I can, but yeah. uh, to answer um, Alexandra's oh. question, um, I'll, I'll 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 ask for check stubs, W twos, sometimes tax returns, and bank statements. Mm-hmm. And most lenders want to see all all four or three of those items. Yes. I want to see them because I will not issue Alexandra pre-approval unless um, I see those items. Yeah. Because customers will tell you, hey, I make. Yes. You got to verify $50,000, 50000 a year, but it could be contract. That means that they're self-employed. It means that they write it all off. It may not be W-2. So a lot of lenders, they'll allow the customer to go on and do their application online. I do not allow that. Because I want to know what's going on with this customer. I want to talk to them. And by handling it like that, you avoid all problems. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. So my question, is it still hard for the self-employed to get Not anymore. Just, no? It never was for me, right, Alexandra? Well, wait a second. Let's talk about that on our yeah. next segment. Because okay. those are called, what are they called? 1099? 1099. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll be right back with that. You're listening to Alexander Friends, 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. And our podcast is brought to you by... Old House Old Barbecue. House barbecue. <laughs> Mr. Jose Guillen, that's what I like. <laughs> and today we're sitting with Miss Candy from Candy's Dirt. Candy's Dirt, yes. And or Doug Dirty Candy. Dirty, dirty Candy. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I love I, that. I regret missing the last two weeks. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, uh, Courtney, yeah. Courtney. I bet you Courtney know, had a field Courtney day. Courtney had a field day, yeah. Dang. <laughs> Me and Courtney, you wouldn't have handled it. Couldn't have handled it. Yeah. Alexandra's too nice. And we're also sitting here with Doug Weaver. With from Mesta Park Mortgage, excuse me. Right. His and own, you were about to company. tell us about people who are self-employed mm-hmm. or 1099 only, which is, is starting to become more common, I, I've right. seen. Oh, yeah. So yeah. how do you yeah. go about that? Well, you know, um, there's certain documents that they're going to want to see. They're going to want to see your tax return, business and personal. Um, depending on your credit score, it may be only one year. If your credit score is weaker, it depends on... You got some tenure. Two years. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want to see profit and loss from the date, from the beginning of the year to the date you're applying. Either, you know, and it depends on the the, the investor. They may want you to have an audited profit mm-hmm. and loss statement from your accountant, or you could do it yourself and just, you know, and sign it. They'll accept that too. I, think, I believe a lot of that's triggered by credit score. In tenure and how long you've been self-employed. Oh, yeah. I've always knew tenure was a thing. With yeah. That. You know, yeah. commissioned people right. and all that. Yeah. So a lot different than it was in 2007 and 8. Exactly. <laughs> so it's away. loosened up a little bit. Um, I've, I've been fortunate that, you know, probably out of the 11 self-employed bars that I did purchases for last year, that they all got, I, I didn't have one turned down or not awesome. have any issues. Well, Doug, so. let me just ask you, this is, I think, something my readers would want to know. Why is it so hard? To, why is it different? Is it because you are in control of your salary when you're a 1099er? <clears throat> if I can call people that, you're a 1099er. You know? <laughs> I love that, 1099. Yeah. They'll be and, offended one day. You know, and, and instead of having like work for the corporation that gives you the 
paycheck and all that such. You well, know? it's that, <clears throat> and I guess it starts in, in the in the risk department. You the know, risk, mm-hmm. risk, and, that's account- yes. accountability, exactly. integrity, totally. Can you handle so, your finances? You know, but you yeah. know, you think about it. Most self-employed people, they'll write off the majority of their income. If, right. I mean, that, that's, that's what they do. It's all legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all legal. Culture. So, um, totally. Yeah. So, um, you know, they want to. You know, I believe before two thousand eight, you had the stated programs and whatnot that were basically set up for self-employed people. The no income, no assets in the stated income document, stated income, stated asset document. Loan. You stated what your income was right. and they believed you. They believed they just, you. That was like mm-hmm. an affidavit? Mm-hmm. That was just an application. And you just oh, wow. It it Is that, that easy? called fraud? Could it well, be? It, today, I mean, then it was happening. Yeah, it was It was total fraud. And we saw where that went. And we saw where that went. Yeah. yeah. With the because people crash. couldn't afford their home. Absolutely. Right. But, but here's, here's my big question is, that home is, is an asset. Totally. So when that mortgage company is lending on it, they know that if, if the person, you know, doesn't pay the mortgage, you mm-hmm. know, what is the word we, we want for that? They, they don't. Well, there's a risk factor. The ri- That's what right. the underwriters do, right? right? They exactly. calculate the they risk. They get the house. They get, yeah. they get the real estate. The investor doesn't want the house. No, they don't want a lot of money no. involved. There's a in lot that. of mo- money. Yeah, okay. because money in a lot lost. of cases, if you have to foreclose on someone, they're going to tear the place apart. Yep. Are they going to steal? They're going to steal everything out of it. Right. So, and if they've leased it out or something, then they've got a cash for keys program, and that you right. Know, there's it's a lot of money very lost. Expensive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they prefer to. I mean, it's it's. They prefer better, to work with the with, with the, the customer. With the yeah. customer. Yeah, I've seen that people struggled back in twenty or two thousand nine and ten. Right. Yeah. So I would say if you're self-employed, make sure you have your taxes in line, your business, you know, and you're up to date. I, there's been a couple of times where, you know, I was working on an application and, you know, customer hadn't done his taxes in two or three years, but mm-hmm. he wanted a loan. What? So then you have to explain to him that, hey, you got to go get your taxes done. You got to show income. You can't show a loss. I mean, you can show a loss, but it needs to, your bottom line needs to be shown as your mm-hmm. net income. Mm-hmm. And then we do an average and whatnot. And, um, so I'll look at that before I even send it to the underwriter. Side question: Who's the most irresponsible people, men Ooh. or women? With this, you said that guy didn't do his taxes in two or three years. All oh, I can always, think about you know, is it's when us. I procrastinate. You know, it's yeah. us. We're not organized. I get pulled over <laughs> my for wife, registration. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> if it wasn't for my wife, I mean, Lord, I mean, I wouldn't know what I would do. You know, so no. Same. So I think something that I like you always maybe when you talk to the clients when they're ten ninety nines. What is it about people? They take they they just take all they they take all these expenses and they think that if they just put well, how much did you make this year? Oh, after all, I made two hundred thousand, but at the after I took all my expenses, I only made thirty thousand. What did they make? Did they think they can buy a house with thirty thousand? You know, are they claiming too many expenses? They, they claim yes. too many expenses, and they don't. The thing the, the thing about it, Alexander, they just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, until they talk to someone like you and I, it's like a catch. You know, because they don't understand that we're going to look at the net. They're thinking, oh, I made a million dollars. I don't care if I wrote, wrote off 999000 Well, if you spent that much, you didn't make that much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're still thinking about a million dollars until they come to us and we're like, hey, no, you, you've written off everything. Your income only shows that you made a dollar last yeah. year. <laughs> so then they're upset because they're just thinking about So basically have to be educated. They have to be mm-hmm. educated Education. by the accountants. Knowledge. The accountants that are preparing the taxes they're generally having these conversations with the client you know and the clients will bring up to them hey you know what i'm thinking about buying a house in the next year or so well the, the, the realtor has to be responsible and say if you're thinking about buying then we may not need to write off all these expense mm-hmm. write off all these expenses i didn't know this either you know so i'm you know, learning right, right so now. so it, it, everyone has responsibility and i would say it starts with the accountant because i'm telling you these customers if they're going to buy a house they're very vocal with everyone about it. Would you say that, Alexander? Yes, they are. They're going to talk to the account and say, you know, we're thinking about buying a house. You know, what is my income going to look like, what not? And some accounts just say, well, we're, we're just going to go ahead and continue writing off all your income instead of just educating them and saying, hey, right now we need to show that you're making more income. Okay? So um, I think that's kind of where it starts. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I believe that if, if, if the customer is educated, by people who know what they're talking about, then they'll be, they'll okay. be able to prepare their taxes and yeah. be able to buy a house. So, do you do any multifamily? I do multifamily, yes. Uh, FHA? FHA. Wow. Up to four units? Up to four units. That's okay. correct. Okay, very good. Manufactured homes. 
Oh, wow. okay. Single wide and double wide. Wow. Very good. And that's a big market that's now. Coming, it that's is. coming it around. Is a big market. Well, it's a huge market, but I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, so busy. The first busy. house I bought was a double wide, and I was happy with it. Well, it's it. no different than that, than, <laughs> you know, than a single family house. Yeah. It's your but, house. But right? you know that's a bit, that's going to be a big market for uh, in the community, especially with right now thirty thousand dollars a year a person makes. Right, they're going to be wiped out in our world of regular yeah. homes. Okay, right. it's mm-hmm. that's the new affordable home. Yes, it's yeah. new. It is. It's untouchable. I was driving on to uh, on three eighty, and I saw mm-hmm. brand new mobile home twenty nine thousand dollars for oh, right. on the right. side. So you start thinking, you know. So this is uh, I think interest rate is going to. I see more inventory on our on MLS. Mm-hmm. That we've had in a few months, and I, I see that people are having a harder time. Right, and I think that's where we need to start looking, see which way. What are what's the incentives? Are we going to go back to the three year the the uh, arms pretty oh, soon? Uh, yeah, I haven't. I uh, there are arms out there, are but they? they're not priced out well. They're not uh-huh. priced. They're not priced out to where they're. There's a benefit. Mm-hmm. They're not well, better than our listeners pay. don't know what arms are. Oh, just rate, rate mortgages. mortgages. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. For a certain okay. Period of time. These, but these those, fancy they're not, real they're not favorable right now. Talk. I know. No, you. Right. <laughs> they're, they're not have favorable. They're not favorable. But I'll tell you, on the manufactured homes, uh-huh. we can we can they'll 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 underwrite them at they'll they'll process them at three and a half percent down, just like a regular just like a regular single family residence. Mm-hmm. No overlays with the companies oh, okay. that I use. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And That's most good mo- to know. and most manufactured homes. I mean, if someone wants land. I'm working on right one right now. He the, 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 the family wanted land. Yeah. So they're getting a, a up That's to an I acre. Did. I had a couple they're of acres. They're getting an acre, uh, a nice, a double wide that was that was updated inside, and they're happy. You know, I'm putting one on the market right now with right. four acres and a and a single seventy two in length mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. by twenty something. But that's going to become a, a very important area. What? How about RVs? RVs? Mm-hmm. No, no. That's a motor vehicle. Yeah. So. What about the mini? The the, the mini homes? The no, it hasn't. Homes? They haven't. You know, they ha- that hasn't opened up in the banking world yet. Okay. I mean, I believe that there's some small um, lending institution somewhere that'll finance them, but it's probably a high interest rate and a higher mm-hmm. down payment. But I don't, I haven't seen any. Now, how, see, how about that big, con- container a, homes? I'm yeah. sorry. Oh no, that's that a big be, problem for affordable be a housing tiny right home. there. Yeah. A tiny homes, yeah. Container, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, container homes, yeah, not those because you know the the, the many homes are basically just what train. Uh, Train cars, uh, train cars, mm-hmm. buses, mm-hmm. train buses. vans, buses. Mm-hmm. right? And right, they right. Con- they usually convert them themselves. So there's a you know, is there a fire hazard? Did right, an electrician do all the wiring. Right. Yeah. You know, like so. No, not at this lot time. Of risk we don't, there. Lots of risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't get it, do it. So real quick on new construction because I usually allow for new construction. So the you could new construction they give you three thousand four thousand if you go with their mortgage company. Right. With you incentive is that you don't have any closing costs, Correct. which really right. helps a lot. Right. So, um, but I find when I go to a new home, they really specify you need to have that. Is So I need to talk to you about that. Why would I want my client to run a credit report on a new home when I'm using my own my own um, loan officer? Is this part of uh, something? Because they make you. I mean, that's all there is to it. You have to. You know, it's, I'm just going to use just, just Alexandra Homes, yeah. okay? Okay. No, do Billy Tatum. Billy Tatum Homes, <laughs> okay. Wait a minute, is he the bad Bill, guy here Bill, again? Well, Billy Tatum, usually what comes next. Billy Tatum owns that home. Uh huh. So because he owns the home, he can kind of do whatever he. That's wants true. To do. Yeah. You know, because he owns it, and that was an argument me and my other broker friends were having about two years ago. You know, we're getting we we work this deal up, get it pre-approved, and then the realtor, the customer says, "I want to go look at the new home somewhere else," and um, there's a big incentive, ten thousand dollars, whatnot. And in some cases, I can meet it, depending on the credit score. And in most cases, I can't, you know. But what they'll do, they want to pull your credit in order to see if they have a tangible. Right. Letter. Yeah. That is exactly they correct. Care. They don't care if you have a pre-approval letter from whoever. They want to see if they have they a tangible. They want on their buyer. terms. Yeah. That is correct. It's like and, uh, um, running your credit before you test drive, which is not fair. But which is totally not fair. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. So they purchase a home. So they come to the office. Billy came to the office. He applied for the um, for the loan. What happens after that? What do you What do you tell them to do? What What's the next process? With me, correct? Yeah, well, of course. Oh yeah. So He's getting the loan he, from you. Once, 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 once we run his credit uh-huh. and we gather all his income and his asset, verbal asset information, I will then um, 
run it through a automated underwriting system, and it will tell me if you are approved or pretty much declined. Okay. Once I get an approved eligible, I will then ask for your income documents, and I'll expect uh, and I'll request them immediately. I would, would like to see them within twenty. I have an hours. app for that. What's that? I have an app for that. So oh it yeah, should be easy. Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once I get that, I'll I'll basically review the income myself, and once that's reviewed and I see that everything is in line, I will give uh I will submit a pre-approval letter out. That's that is a simple. I don't. I don't want to make it sound hard. It's as simple as that. Very simple. If, yeah. if you call it, if you call other places, maybe a little more difficult. Maybe. Right. Well, we're but talking about with Mr. Me, mortgage. With Mr. Park Mortgage, it's that simple. And you're in. And Alexandra can tell you. Is it the same process for new build, new construction? Yes. I still have to get your same exact same process. Same exact process. Okay. We are missing Courtney, of course. She's having fun with her her kiddos up in somewhere. I'm not I wonder crying. if she's having dates. Probably. Are we still talking about her dating life? Is that still happening? Yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. And we can't wait to see what she's going to tell us. Well, I offered to take her to the airport yesterday, but she already had a ride. Well, it must have been that realtor. Mm. Probably. I didn't think she needed any help. I thought maybe the post on Facebook was for attention. (laughs) Apparently it was. Now I don't really need any help. We miss you, Courtney. (laughs) So Billy Tatum with Structure Foundation is here tonight. Miss Candy Evans with... Uh, Candy's Dirt. Candy's is, Dirt. Uh, Candy's mm-hmm. Dirt is uh, here with us tonight. Old and Dirty Candy. Our guest of honor. To, to, <laughs> our guest of honor, oh, Mr. Doug. Doug Weaver, is here this evening talking about, <laughs> about mortgages <laughs> and real estate and all that good stuff. We have a lot of fun here, and oh, we're yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Much fun. By the way, hard. Yeah. this week uh, we're cel- This week was uh, Roberto Perez's birthday, yeah. and we really appreciate his. Um, Happy thirty eighth. Oh, he's, he's 21. Oh, my bad. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, he can drink. Yes, yes. <laughs> he had a very difficult month. His mother was very ill. She oh. had surgery, and she she's she doing came very, out. very well. All right. She's, she's doing well, good. and it was a very good. And I want to tell you all something. Remember Miran, um, Mariana, Pe- uh, Mariana Perez, who was the uh, cancer, the one that um, had the cancer with her family, was so supportive, Dr. Day, Mariana Day. She has been in touch with her and talked to her all the way through the surgery. Oh. So we appreciate Mariana Day was here on our one October was our first show. She was our first guest, and she's uh, the wife of Doctor Gustavo Day. And oh, I know Doctor Day. You know Doctor yeah. Day. That's my doctor, my friend. Yeah. And, but um, Mariana had, had went through um, mastectomy, full mastectomy, mm-hmm. and she was our guest for October for cancer. And so I connected her. She, I connected her with her, and she went through it with her with Roberto's mom, who just went through a full mastectomy. So, um, Roberto, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be able to talk about all these issues. I want to say thank you to Michael Clark for being such an amazing, amazing producer and a guest at the same time because he he jumps in whenever we need yes. a guest. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. So we're very glad to have Doug Weaver here with Mr. Park. Mr. Park. Mr. Park Mortgage. Right. I always just say Mr. I mean, it's all Mr. Park Mortgage. Where, I want to ask you a question. How did you get that name? What's Mr. Park? If, if you're from Oklahoma City, oh, there's no, a I'm neighborhood not. called Mr. Park yes, Mortgage. Yes, there is. Interesting. Mr. Park Mortgage. So I, I grew up in Mr. Park, and Mr. Park had a, I mean, all the homeowners, you had homeowners, they were neurosurgeons. Teachers, attorneys, city workers, all in one neighborhood. Wow. Excellent. Well, So for me, that's what home ownership is all about. Has that right. been a uh, good referral source for you, for people moving down from that neighborhood? No. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about no. that. Hey, they, what they in Oklahoma. I'm sorry. Oh, they probably stay there. They like it. Well, no, I mean, like, yeah. Has anyone moved from that neighborhood to DFW area and used you because of the Mesta Park? Name? No, no. That is such no. an Just interesting. Curious. No one's <laughs> going to really move. Mesta Park is a historical area, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like um, Kessler Park. Kessler Park. Oh, is it around okay. it? My daughter went to OCU Law School. It's surrounded by OCU. It's and close. Is, it's is, off of mm-hmm. 23rd. Are, is there like stone around there? A stone wall? It's it's closer to the capital. So if you take 23rd toward the capital, yeah. it is south of there. So it's in the historical area. So there's a Heritage Hills mm-hmm. and a Mesta Park. Yeah. And it's now, so, it's called an uptown area. I think I've seen, it. Yeah. So I've seen it. So when, when um, Candy writes about you, she's going to write about Mesta Park. Yeah. She should. Because she's going to go over there and look at all the homes. It's homestead. a great neighborhood. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. look now. I mean, yeah. I've been through there. I've been, I know everything about Oklahoma, so. So let's talk about the appraisal. What happens with, so oh, yeah. Billy's buying a home, because this is very important. It's happening mm-hmm. 
our appraisals, if, and we we signed this form that if it appraises above before it, today, the market is so strong that if you're buying a home for three fifty, you need to have a a, 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 a amendment to write that if you if it goes to it comes back at four hundred and five thousand that you ha- you can afford or you can qualify for that or you can walk away. Mm-hmm. So this is really, so talk a little bit about the appraisal uh, situation. Well, I'll touch on that. Uh, I'm going to go another direction too with that based on what you said. Also, you, they'll, they'll write, in a, they'll write there's, it's a clause that states that we're selling this house for 405, okay? If the appraisal comes in, it's an appraisal waiver. If the appraisal comes in at 385, you're responsible for the difference. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, it's my responsibility to make sure that the customer has those funds mm-hmm. if that happens. Okay. So um, that's kind of, you know, that's happening a lot right now. Very mm-hmm. much. You know, mm-hmm. and I would say. Yeah, I, I was going to ask, are the appraisers starting to go eh, yes. They're getting tough. Eh. They're getting tough. Yeah, tough that's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. And, and then, and then we have the one like that, that if it's above uh, or if it's under. Right. If it's under, that's a problem for the buyer. If it's over, it's not a problem, right? If the appraisal is over, it's not a problem. Yeah. Can can the buyer even use some of that extra appraisal to pull some cash out? No, they cannot. But they can use it toward their costs. Okay. But they have to qualify for that too, right? They have to qualify for the extra loan amount to to get all the closing costs covered. That's correct. Okay. Yes. See, so, I like getting this clarity because I don't know, and most people listening don't know, and that's why you're here. Right. Yeah. Right. So, what happens with all these homes now? If everybody knows, if they're selling for hundred, four hundred fifty, five hundred, they like we had uh, the one for our, our Mayas that came mm-hmm. in at three fifty, and mm-hmm. the home was listed. We sold it at four fifty or mm-hmm. something like that. Whoa. Imagine. Yeah. And it was it, a tough, it tough. It was a tough deal. It was a very tough. And y'all day. got through that. Yeah. Extra hundred, Doug. Doug yeah. was able to get through it. It was a very, I mean, the comps were terrible, but yes. it's it's happening every day, and it's just you have to face it. And a lot of and then well, now I know why we've never had a mortgage guy in here. <laughs> well, and then that means that that changes things for the the buyer because they went in looking at three fifty, but then all of a sudden now they've got to go in looking at four fifty or something, right? Yeah, but what happens is Alexandra and I will speak, we'll talk about this before, so she'll she'll expect me to have done my due diligence. That's mm-hmm. What makes you right? You. So, yeah. so when that happens, yeah. she knows. We have an amendment that yes. says that if it goes above the price, mm-hmm. that they can walk away. That they can mm-hmm. walk away. That mm-hmm. is correct. Mm-hmm. Or if they have the money, it says there that they will pay the difference. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a so the appraisal gets there. It comes in thing. So what happens through the process of that for the closing? We get to the closing. What is what do you expect of the buyer to do? Um, in regards of being under under uh, under well you got the appraisal you tell them do not buy anything because you run in their credit again before closing correct oh that is correct so i i I know where you're going so once we get the appraisal back and we've established the value i'll let the customer know do not buy anything do not have your credit repulled don't loan any you know don't co-sign for anyone don't do anything with your credit use your credit you know and if you have any questions i'll say this if you think that you have to have your credit pulled, call me first mm-hmm. and we'll talk it through because I, I can't tell a customer not to pull credit. I can advise them and let them know that if you do, it could, you know, mess up your, your loan. Right. Um, so um, I'll advise them do not do anything on your credit. Do not add any new liabilities. And if you don't tell a customer that, in some cases, you're they're going to do it. Disservice. They'll go buy a car. Yes. Yeah, they'll get excited or go buy a yeah. whole new living room Refrigerator. set. They get pumped up. They got yeah. dopamine running through, and they're excited. Oh, yeah. 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 So after that, once we've established the, the, the appraisal and we've established that the liabilities are fine, because the, 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 the lender's going to do a soft pull anyway. They're just going to go and see if there's any new liabilities. Mm-hmm. Right okay. before closing. Right before closing. Mm-hmm. And... um. Generally, you know, it, at, once that once we've we've gotten past that, you know, we'll get the closing disclosure out, and I generally have all the conditions cleared in what five. I mean, our loans are done within seven days, pretty much. That's amazing. Pending, wow. pending title and appraisal. That's so just be like everyone else, close the loan first, and then go do all that extra stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Alexandra trusts me, um, which I'm so thankful that, that she doesn't have to call me and. And ask what's going on with the file, and nope. hey, she just trusts that I'm getting it taken care of. You sound inc- incredibly thorough and yeah. competent, and I can see where 
having you, you know, manage my mortgage for me would make the whole process so much easier. It's easier and yeah. you don't have to be worrying about it. And right. also if, if we're short of something, he calls he, me he up, calls we need you. to do this yeah. or this. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that I think that you need to advise is do not, why would you not, why do you tell people not to put any cash in your account if you have no way to um, oh. Oh, tell yeah. us that? Patriot Act. Um, oh, pay, yeah, I know what yeah. this is. Very you know, important. Right, right. Sourcing funds, mm-hmm. money laundering, all those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll say if you got mattress money, which a lot of people do have, a lot of people have keep cash mm-hmm. at home or mm-hmm. in a safe. Just or their leave family it there. gives them money. Well, you know, yeah. if it's sourced in an account, they yes, can do that. You can do you know, that. Yeah. Coming from an account. But if it's just cash, no, don't put it in an account because we're going to have to source it. And it's just going to put a big red flag yeah. on the loan. Hey, that reminds me of something we should talk about is... In with the current events going on now, do we know any Russians with big properties here? <laughs> We're going to find them, right? We gotta find them. Seek them out. Seek them yeah. out. I mean, it's like they're gonna just. Well, we're, gonna, we're going to have to discuss see? this on our next yeah. show because we're yeah. coming to that end of the day yeah, uh, time. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for being here. And, thank you. and I'm uh, grateful. Thank and grateful, yes. Thank and you also, uh, we're here important. tonight. We thank all are in you. business ourselves. So we want to let everybody know who we are and what we're doing. And and most of all, great information. And we're going to put all that on our website, Alexandra and Friends 660. The answer is our Facebook and alexandrafriends.com is our website. And Please share us on your um, on your social media. Our podcast, you just go to any of, any of the uh, uh, podcasts you use to listen to them, alexandrafriends.com. And we have some great stories. We can, we can listen to Miss Candy on there and talk about her um, dirt. Yeah. <laughs> House porn. House porn. But, Doug, thank you so much for being here thank this you. evening. Yes, Please, thank you, Doug. We want, to, we want you to come back. Candy, thank you for being the hostess today with it. the mostest. This was so fun. I'm so glad you're back to You're welcome. Mr. Tatum, I'm, you know, this is good. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much. Yes. Oh, yeah. Candy, oh, give us yes. your website. Candy's Dirt, www. Oh, you don't need that. Just go to Candy's Dirt. I think you C- can find it. That's right. C-A-N-D-Y-S-D-I-R-T.com. Dirt as in dirt, as in real estate, or as in gossip <laughs> right don't forget to get your web guy to change your uh, search words to also include dirty candy oh okay that's right oh, my absolutely. husband actually inv- that's what he calls yeah. me dirty in case candy. people do was it dirty candy or dirty candy, candy or candy, candy stir? that's right well thank <laughs> you so much thank to you. our citizens for the, the reviews SEO. thank you for great reviews and uh we appreciate your t- t- going to visit our rest our our uh, um, website our, our vendors oh, like vendors. miller title <laughs> and, mr- and the sponsors i'm sorry did i say vendors yeah uh, we will. We will thank, thank you very. You thank you to our listeners for attending, going to visit our sponsors. Great uh, people. All. Yes, all of them. Really Miller Title and uh, Old House Barbecue in um, Carrollton and Josie. I think I'm hungry for barbecue. Yes, I'm that sounds great. Right now. Thank you for uh, being here this evening. To all of you, thank you. This is Alexandra and with um, Alexandra and friends. Billy. Good night, everyone. Thank Candy. you. Good night. Thank you. Doug. Have a good, great. Thank you. Good night. Thank, thank you, Doug. Everyone. Michael. Good night. He muttered. Hey, soy José Guillén, dueño de Old House Barbecue y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es oldhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.